Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowger. The Mighty House team is on the air. This is where we discuss all your home improvement issues, from foundation leaks to roof repairs. Do you have a problem with your house and don't know what to do? Well, you can give us a call. It's 877-711-5611. Maybe you need to know how to install a tile floor, repair a plumbing problem, replace a switch or an outlet. Give us a call, 877-711-5611. And uh, we got open phones right now, so get your questions in early. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and um, we'll also have the Mighty House Tip of the Week. In the second hour, we're going to be talking with Corbett Lunsford, and he's the building forensics expert and star of the new hit TV show, Home Diagnosis. And, it's not uh, a hit. It hasn't even run yet. Shh. Of course it is. All right. <laughs> it is if I say it. The is, upcoming it. show. <laughs> and uh, in the... Uh, in the uh, third hour, or second hour, we'll be, uh, third hour, oh, we'll have clutter clarity in that second hour also. And then in the third hour, it's just all phone calls and uh, us wrapping things up for the day and uh, discussing our projects that we've got going on in different places. So that's where we're at right there. You know what? You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and at HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. <laughs> Plenty of time, Robbie. Jeez. Yep. Wow, that's perfect. That was perfect. So there you go. You may have to adjust some stuff here because you look like a dancing bear. I can't see anything above the word property. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, we'll have to do that. It's the other camera. Yeah. Have okay. to break that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it now. Okay. Yeah, we'll get fresh meat in here to take care of that. So yeah. it's, all, it's all good. Is he there? He is, yes. Because I have a story for him. I've been holding it for two weeks. Oh, really? Come on, come on in here there, fresh meat. You know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, Not wait. Not very successful. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. He's coming. He's coming. He's got his own cans now, too. His own cans? <laughs> yeah. His headphones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a nice little case, pre-stored. I mean, this dude. Wow. This dude was like over the Those top. Those were probably donated. No, no, no. Well, you need to, we need to get you Yeah, some. thank you. There. Look okay. how nicely dressed he is. Oh, he's always that way. But look at that. You sh- you a sh- belt, a shirt, a sweater over the... Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm t- I- you should have seen him at the uh, It's a Wonderful Life thing, too. 
What did he look did, like? Dressed to the nines, and he kept his script in a binder. He I did. His, his binder was three-hole punched in a binder and then highlighted for his parts that he had to do. Well, and I have to say, Rich, you were fantastic as the voice of God. It was so perfect. It sounded your booming voice over Skype. It was amazing. Oh, that's what a twenty about thirty-five years of smoking will do for you. Yeah, that voice. That's why I quit in August. It's a perfect role. Yeah, I thought when I saw that come across, I was like, "Yeah, there you go, Rich is God. That's perfect." So listen. Okay, so I, now so, now we got, we got fresh so, story. So I I decided I told my friends that I can no longer applaud at events because oh it's, it's so violent. So oh. clickies doing this. Uh, right. So I'm at the bar a couple of weeks ago, sitting at the bar, and the Bears scored a touchdown. So I. Uh huh. <laughs> now that... and the bartender ran right over with a beer. <laughs> and he wasn't happy. He's like, "Don't ever do that to me again." I'm like, "Dude, I was just celebrating the touchdown." But thanks for the beer. So apparently it hasn't caught on like mainstream. Apparently it can still. So be careful how you use it. it can be well, it hasn't caught on mainstream with the 60-year-old plus crowd. It's the 60-year-old plus crowd. Yeah, see, fun. that would be the the appropriate environment to applaud is in like a bar. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you're excited with your friends. But like if you're at, you know, like the only reason we snap at the radio station at my high school is because we don't want to applaud loudly into a microphone. So we do this. And it's really like it's supportive. It's our own little tradition. So it might not be mainstream yet, but you have to pick so, the right environment for it. Okay. Seem to lose some people with it. Well, if nothing True. else, you know, you can, I agree. You but. you always know you can get a beer that way. So I guess yes. that's good. Yeah, like you're summoning somebody. <laughs> Rich, in a that's rude hysterical. Way. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, it was actually because my buddy Jeremy was sitting next to me, and I had told him the story. And when I did that after the touchdown, and they ran over with a beer, we both died laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, really? <laughs> there might be something to this. <laughs> hey, Fresh Meat. Yes. Tell us about your show. Um, it, it went well. I was just so happy to be able to bring, you know, some of my talented peers with me. Uh-huh. Um, and it was we, nice, you know, for me as a host. Yes. What was the show? A Year in Review, 2018. I know, but our listeners Oh, about are. the show? Okay. So, yeah. so, so those of you listening, it was basically a recap of current events, um, over 2018, we had some great discussions, in-depth discussions, respectful discussions, which was super important. Um, but I think really, the, at least for me personally, um, it was sort of a healthy experience and being thrown you know, into the deep end in a way as an aspiring <laughs> host. You know, and I mean that in, in, in the oh, best yeah. way possible to be able to really sort of make two hours of content and sort of experience it, it in real have time. Con- and you didn't have concrete boots on either, right? Huh? You got thrown into the deep end, but you yeah. didn't have the concrete boots. And it was so. a great experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was amazing. And, and it was so fun to get to have that experience of crafting a show. And I've learned so much from it. What Excellent. were the ages of your... Yeah. Co-hosts or, or guests? Um, well, we they were all seniors. Um, the radio board that I work on, I'm the only one of the two juniors that work there. Um, so they're growing off to college, and um, yeah, it was just Leaving great, it all to you to run. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so who are you mentoring then? Um, well, I'm the news director, so I'm basically creating news content on sure. a daily basis for some of the DJs and, and then hosts that host their own content, podcast content. Got it. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right. Thank so you. what did CGO yeah. say about this? Thumbs up. Two oh, thumbs you. up. Yeah, there you no, go. They, yeah, that was good. You know, I listened in. He did an outstanding job. You know, I'm really, really proud of how far he's come <laughs> in legitimately. You, are you taking credit for it, Whoa. Randall? Yes, I'm taking all the credit. 
you taught me all the the all the other aspects. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Well, cool. Thanks, buddy. Thank and, you. And you'll be back to do uh, announcing throughout the show. Absolutely. As I have needed. it highlighted and oh. ready to go. <laughs> and your binder. And a, and in a three-ring three binder. binder. <laughs> All one sheet. Can you go back to announcing That's after awesome. you've had your own show? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. I'm happy to do it. it okay. It's it's not beneath you now to, to come oh, in? No, oh, no, no. Okay. All right. I just Always make looking sure. for new things. Yeah. Okay. Really? Do you know how many major stars do nothing but voiceovers? Yeah, I know. They make make some big dough. And what are the flowers? Oh, I didn't bring those in. Randall? Those were here. You know, I try to class up the joint, and you just yell at me. <laughs> Who yelled at you? And, and, Nobody and, yelled. And the and the bucket that it's in is crooked. I don't know if you can yeah, see Yeah, I saw you, that. It's like you in see the that? kiln, did it become yeah. deformed? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I thought you, it was where I was standing. No, no, oh, no. It's, it's like it's all it's just it's leaning to one side. Can you see it, Robbie? Yeah. Spin it up. Spin yeah, it, spin we it 90 degrees. The... Spin it 90 degrees so Robbie can see it. There you go. Oh, See, yeah, now, now it's, it's crooked. Good. It's like tilted. Yeah, there. Now it looks oh. better. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It was, it was obviously came out. It was too hot, and they set it down, and it sagged to one side. Wow. So was there a proposal or something over the uh, long break? Honestly, I just came in, and there were flowers. Yeah. Chuck's, Chuck's wanting to spruce up this place. Who brought so. them in? That's so nice. Well, they need to be. Can you move those fresh meat? Put them down yeah. over there to the side because I can't see Randall. The florist oh. brought them in. Now you got to yeah. figure out who ordered them. There you them. go. Cool. All right. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. So, did you finish your bathroom, uh, Rich? Yes. Yes, I did. It all and I completed. I tore into the other one already. What? Yeah. What? Did you get bored? I had, well, I had two vanity bases delivered, so. I figured I as soon as I got the one bathroom done, I'd do the other. The shower door came New Year's Eve. Oh, excellent. So you yeah. had the smell of uh, silicone caulk all, all New Year's Day yeah. the, throughout the house. There New you. Year's Eve, yes. <laughs> I could finally shower in there on New Year's Day. So. Right. Nope, bathroom, that one's done. Good. Um, I got to tell you, remember, so last week we did the we were doing some Patreon stuff, yes. and you we had a discussion about LED lights and Correct. how we've transitioned. Yes. So I went to my Ferguson rep, and I can get those wafer LEDs for sixteen and a half dollars each. Yep, yep. I'm like, that is just stupid. Yep. <laughs> so I have a house right now that has 141 can lights in it. Uh huh. And I figure I can save seven thousand dollars using these things. See, there you go. Not to mention the electric bill. All right, checks in the mail there, or the invoices in the mail. <laughs> We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room, but I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And uh, if you want to join us on Patreon, we got a bunch of new stuff we're getting posted up there this week. Uh, we have the uh, bathroom checklist. We've got a uh, kitchen checklist. So if you're getting ready to remodel, you'll want to sign up and, and uh, get one of those checklists so you can do that. Yes, Robbie? Um, I had somebody come out to... 
uh, look at my bathroom to give me an estimate. Uh huh. And they said they'll get back to me in a week. Uh huh. And I saw them three weeks later, and they said, "Don't you know a week means three? <laughs> and now it's been like seven. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, it's a holiday. You, you, things just don't get done like they normally would. Hmm. They don't get done at all. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And uh, so you can you can get the um, you know you can get those checklists there at Patreon. We've also got some other uh, basic things on Patreon and. The new tool of the month we've got, the Klein tool of the month on what Patreon, is, is the curved handled wire strippers. So go to Patreon. You'll see that. If you sign up there, you'll have a chance to win those. We have that drawing at the end of the month, and uh, you'll win a pair of pliers if you join, join up on Patreon. So patreon.com slash Mighty House. And uh, if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Hey, go over there to uh, MightyHouse.net. Click on the contact page. Just first, last name, email address, uh, click on submit, and boom, done. You're you're good to go. Yep. And if you want to see what we were talking about when we were talking about the wafer LED lights there right before the break, go on YouTube and go to our YouTube page. You'll find it right there. Uh, just, just do a quick search for LED on our page, and you'll see what we were talking about. We went through what the, what the first generation LED lights look like to what they yep. are today, and... Uh, of course, Rich and I thought, well, we'll just shoot this quick little thing. It'll take, what, two, three minutes. And uh, 15 minutes later, we were done. So- yes. <laughs> but- we can fill a segment with anything. <laughs> yes, we can. So just talking about three different LED lights. But uh, I, I would say it's informative, and uh, you'll learn quite a bit. And maybe you'll save $7,000 on a house like Rich did. I mm-hmm. want him to, because sometimes... You guys talk about things, and you still seem to assume that I know things that I don't know. Okay. Oh, oh, Ooh. oh! So like post. Squirrel. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> posting all the stuff you did this week, I'm like, oh, okay. So first, let's go to the LED. You said I can get LEDs for sixteen dollars. Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's oh my gosh good or oh my gosh bad. And you're like, I can't believe that. That means nothing to me or probably one other listener. Or. <laughs> So that is an incredible price considering that what was that 10 years ago, eight years ago, Rich, mm-hmm. we were paying $110 for basically the same type of thing. So right. by you saying you're saving money by buying at that place or saving no, money because that's, that's how the technology has progressed. Uh, the light is better. There's, it's just, it's an incredible difference. And now they're three, eight, five eighths of an inch thick. As opposed to? Like about that thick. Okay. You know, I don't know, 8, 10 inches down to 5 eighths in 10 years. So, so Rich, have uh-huh. you seen everything that's been posted lately, all these pictures of bad stuff on oh, yeah, Facebook? Been, yes, there's should, been should quite we go a few to, Should we go to the recently. poster of that? Well, you... Did you have phone calls or was that just you, a tease? Oh, no, we oh, do. We okay, do. But go that's, ahead. But this ties okay. into what she's talking about. Okay, because what happens is he posts and he's like, where do I start? I need a new pen and a lot more paper. Yeah. But nobody tells me what's wrong. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I don't know. Okay. there. You, hey, Will? Are you there? How you doing, guys? Okay, so Robbie, those pictures that you post and, and you and I and anybody, you know, like Rich, if he looks at them, we just go, oh, my God. And we just, where do you start? So maybe what we ought to do is when you post those then we should yeah. start listing what's wrong and then let everybody else continue to list what's wrong yes, in that picture. because it's how great. Many, how many Point. can you find? How many problems can you find? Good point. 
it's great yeah, that, that you guys that know. Go ahead, Will. That was interesting, not only from a plumbing point of view, but from a framing point of view and yes. a whole bunch of other little things. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, every time I well, looked at that picture, I, I saw another one, and I'd go back, and I'd scroll back, and I'd look at it again and go, oh, and then there's that. And it was it right. was amazing. And a lot, a lot of times with inspectors, we'll see something initially, and we'll take a picture of it, and then we'll go back and we'll write the report, and we'll look at the picture again while we're writing the report, and we'll find two or three more things in the picture that we didn't see the first time. Sure. And, uh, in fact, I was I was in an attic one time, and I was taking pictures of things, and I didn't, it wasn't until I got back to the uh, place that I realized there were some glowing eyes in the back of the picture. It was a mama <laughs> raccoon and a bunch of little kids. Oh! <laughs> I like that. Raccoons can be dangerous, man. Oh, yeah. But, because they're oh, not afraid. And that, that, uh, that stuff underneath the sink there, that the drain pipes underneath the sink, that was just uh, a do-it-yourselfer's nightmare, or actually a do-it-yourselfer's work that turns into professional's nightmare. Yes. But, uh, it's, it's, there's stuff out there every day. And, you know, if, if you're flipping, fine, but know what you're doing. <laughs> or hire people that know what they're doing. Yeah, but then um, you can't make any money on them because the margins aren't there yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's the as, problem. As a, as a certain heavyset man with bald hair has found out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, know, you, you build quality and everybody else's at Roundbrook is building crap. Uh-huh. But guess what? They can sell their crap. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I said it's difficult s- to educate the public because they'd still prefer to buy by cost per square foot than quality. But see, I, I, yeah. here's the problem. Yeah. The, the projects that we do like that, we sell them. That's not a problem. Yeah. We just don't make any money. That's all. That That's yeah. the difference. Well, the, And the thing, too, is then they come back to you like, or come back to me. I've got one on Monday. Um, three, uh, you know, six months uh, to, to a year behind the, the sale. And they're complaining to me about all the stuff that's wrong. Uh-huh. Um, I got this one woman, I'm, I'm going to be doing her it's on Monday. It's a, a ranch house. They flipped. They turned the, thedra- the, the ceiling cathedral, but they just put, you know, fiberglass up there with no ventilation whatsoever, and she's getting mm-hmm. water dripping, and she's sure it's the roof, and I'm like, no, it's probably just condensation. <laughs> sure and, it is condensation. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, they don't know, you know, People just don't realize this. I wanted to run something by you, by the way, and a quick question. Sure, go. Um, this house that I'm doing the new construction on, they're doing the foundation, and they're putting that dimple plastic membrane against it. Yeah, on the it outside? It's like modified vitamin, but it's right. dimple. Right. Now, at the base, is that supposed to go outside or inside of the drain tiles? No, it, it actually should just run down to the top of the footing, and then... The footing would actually have the bitumus or or uh, your waterproofing, the, the spray-on or roll-on, and then it just goes to the drain tile. So that's actually to just stop hydraulic pressure against the foundation wall. Right. Right. So it should just go down. And ju- it should go down and be right next to that drain and, tile. And wrap, wrap it around the outside of the drain tile so it'll go outside and underneath the drain tile. Uh, and I'm like, okay, as long as long as you leave some space down below there, right? Because drain tiles don't stop water from rain; they stop water from a rising water table. 
Right. But, uh, right. And it's still basically the dimple, like Kinsella Dorkin. I started using that stuff, I think, 20 years ago. Dork. first Has that Dorkin. Yeah, it's stuff that's made in Canada. I had to actually, you could not buy it in the United States. I had to special order it, one of the first house I used it on. And I've been using it ever since because it literally is a waterproofing membrane, but yet also if water gets past it, it cannot build hydraulic pressure and push through the concrete. It just runs right down to the footing and drains. It's a great product. Yes. And it's not crazy expensive. Yep. I I hate it because they've they've also got it set up where the... um, the window well drains are going mm-hmm. to go into the uh, uh, directly into the drain tiles. Yeah, I think is stupid. Yeah, and also the downspout are going to go directly into the down, into the drain. No, tiles. no, no, no. And That's one way to overload your sump pump. You don't. Yeah, do that, the, that is the worst thing you can do. I'm not so. I don't have so much a problem with the window drains going into the drain tile, but right. it's still not great. But that's better than a French drain. But I would definitely never put my downspouts into my drain tile because no. that's all that roof water. You know, three thousand square foot house. You're going to take one inch of rain. It's uh, you know, eighteen thousand gallons. You're going to dump right into your sump pit and expect that little baby to keep up. No, you that's should, a disaster. That should be tied in separately into the storm sewer. Those Correct. should go down into a separate. And in Chicago, and cast iron pipe, no less. Yeah. And then last one I did anyway, and and then that should all get piped out to the storm sewer, the downspouts. They should not be tied into the, into the into the drain tile at all. You're asking for trouble. Plus they take the, they take the sump pumps and they take the sump pumps into the sewer too. Then they wonder why their basements back up the flooding. <laughs> yeah. So well, Chicago combined sewers and I must choice. Yeah, there, and there's a couple other towns now I've I've realized that have that too. I can't remember where they are anymore, but Edison. Yeah. Edison. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, so there's, I was going to say, take, take the thing out to the backyard. That's yeah. the best way to do it. Yep. 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 So don't put the downspouts into the drain tile. That's, that's a big mistake. So, um, I would, okay. I did, wouldn't. Have a good one, gentlemen and okay, lady. Cool. Thank you. All right. Good. Thank Bye. you, bud. Have Bye. a good one. Talk to you. So that stuff, I'm going to post it to Facebook, to Kinsella Dorkin Delta MS that I use. Okay. It's 50 cents a square foot, 47 cents a square foot. And there is no better waterproofing for your foundation. And this is for new construction. You can't very well. Oh, yeah, or an addition. Well, and I did. Yeah. I used it on my own house and up in Tinley there, but I dug the whole house up to do it. All the way around the outside. Yeah, that's different, but, but not see, everybody's going to do that. Yeah, because what happens is the ground builds up water pressure, and so then that water pressure goes right up to your foundation, and it just it will help push through any cracks in the foundation or anything like that with this uh, dimpled membrane on the foundation wall, then that if that water's pushing against that solid piece of plastic. It can't go through there, so it does. It, it relieves that pressure on your foundation, that water pressure. Um, so any water that does get past, it just runs down, like Rich said, and uh, trickles down into the drain tile, and then the sump pup can handle it. So um, it's a... It's a great option. Now, because today you're supposed to put two inches of foam on your foundation wall. You put the mm-hmm. foam on there, then the dorkin. Well, you can do the spray on asphalt, you uh-huh. know, normal damp proofing. Um, and then I typically would do the foam and then the... The, the dorkin. Yeah. Okay. But the dorkin we'll be... has to have a termination cap at the top. We'll be back right after this. House will return. Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. 
It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So uh, do you have this – do you have the uh, – oh, maybe we could even bring in uh, fresh meat to read this. Did, did you? Yes, see, I don't have it up to date. Oh, you don't have it ready? Okay, the, here, I'll take care of it. Do you have your script there? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, uh, do you see the Walt? Yeah. Email. Yeah, I do. Go go ahead and give us the dramatic read of of Walt's email there, if you could. Okay. Uh, after the show, you had us on the light OV LED headlamp exploded, and we have been working uh twenty four seven to keep them in stock. We shot up from that number nine five seven seven rank on the Amazon and the category to number one after Thanksgiving. Then briefly ran out of stock, but we are still ranking in the top twenty, which is way beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> That's nine thousand five hundred and seventy-seven. That's where they started before the show. Nice. I have so many questions. For one, how does he get a printout? But <laughs> because you, you send it to the printer. I printed this at home. And then he, I came then he three hole punched it and he put it in his binder. You printed out Ron's notes? Yes. Yes. I, I just I, I like to have a paper copy of the of the reads handy. So that okay. I'm probably never gonna have to print this but again. But was that even a read? Yeah, it was now. It was now but, spontaneous. I, mean, I didn't have we, time to prepare it. We, had, but yeah. we went to our the Mighty House announcer fresh meat and, wow. and he took care of it so can we explain what we're talking about which yeah and no. i'm sorry to go over things no, but hopefully we always have new listeners sure and i hate when i listen to a commercial and at the end it'll be like call now and like for what you know <laughs> you have well, to come back to it so tell us what we're talking about please it's the ov led headlamp we had them on right before thanksgiving okay and uh, mm-hmm. uh walt came in and he gave us some samples and we gave a few out and then Basically, they were only being sold on Amazon, and I think they're starting to put them in the stores now. Ooh. Um, but that's he started out before the show. He was nine thousand five hundred and seventy-seven, and and then he went to number one after Thanksgiving after being on the show. Very awesome. The number one selling headlamp. Of course, we're going to take full credit for that. We have to. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody here to dispute it. So then, well, here's the now here's the here's the next problem. Um, so then he sent us a box of ten. That's not a problem. Eight. What, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it was sitting on the table <gasps> in the shop. No. Uh huh. And it, you know, the guys know that if it's on my desk, it's out of bounds. That you don't go take that stuff. It but didn't the, make it to your desk. It didn't make it to the desk. So. Uh, there's two that have been uh, allocated to other uses. <laughs> Give me the names of I the don't, people. I don't know. I don't know. They, they walked <laughs> in and went, oh, cool. Because there's always stuff laying on the desk. Right. Anything that's on that big table in our shop, that's that's a that's a free-for-all. Anybody that wants it, it's there. Dang. There's nothing. So 
Well, I use that thing constantly. So, I mean, you know, working on the cars, working on plumbing, you know, doing working under the sink. Yeah. You know, it's you can see wherever you're looking. Yes. And I said it's not like a normal headline. It's actually so enough, enough, but enough. But I do like them things a lot. So yes. it's a very, very good. Yeah. Hey, Rich, you need to close the blinds. Okay. The number yeah. to call, 877-711-5611. The purpose Sun's of the show is to help Thank people. You. You're welcome. <laughs> the purpose of the show is to help people. So we need you to call us yes. in order for that to happen. Again, yeah. 877-711-5611. And I want to get back to what we talked about earlier about when people are posting things on our Facebook page, which is Mighty House Radio Show on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But you're posting things for people in the trades who already know what you're looking at. And the purpose of our show is to help people. Okay. So we appreciate that there are a lot of trades people who listen to us. Uh-huh. And I don't know what the percentage might even be, you know, half. Yeah. But to the half who are listening, we don't want to lose you. <laughs> and so you want to, so we'll repost that today and then we'll start listing all the things wrong. I think in that repost picture what? that, you know, like that plumbing picture. I mean, the, the obvious one too, is the, uh, the, there's a roofing one. Thank you. That was my next thing. It's not obvious to people who don't know. Mm-hmm. So when I look at it, why can't you post it? And then, in the comments, so not right when when you post it. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you post it, go, ha-ha, people, you know, what do you think about this? But in the comments, put what's wrong with it. So that if I'm a homeowner and that's my roof, and I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? I just paid $10,000 to have my roof look like this. I don't understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. It looks fine to me. It's very, so the first I looked at it, I'm like, it's very neat. It's very tidy. Everything is aligned perfectly. All the nails are right in a row. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's I'm face looking at it beautifully. <laughs> I'm looking at it thinking it looks beautiful. So well, why are you complaining? So they put the three tabs. You know, when you look at a shingle, it's got three tabs on it. So they put those up instead of down. Okay. So the 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 shingles are backwards, and then they overlapped those so that they would hide those the little sections. So the shingles upside down. But then the nails. If you look, you can see they they put one nail. To hold down two shingles. Okay. So then, as the, where the two shingles come together, they put a nail at the very bottom there, so that the the the, na- the head of the nail could hold down both sides of the shingle. Mm-hmm. That's it. So. So how would a roofing company put them in upside down? That's not a roofing company. That's some jamoke that was doing something on the weekend. So, and I had a now you can see in this picture this house has a hip roof. Uh-huh. You can see the ridge cap up there in the upper left of the photo. Uh-huh. So when I bought my house, my last house, the garage had been re-roofed by the homeowner. And, you know, on the back of a three-tab shingle, there's the two little cuts, just the tiny little cuts. And that's to, to align yep. your stagger in your shingles so that you get the one-third or one-sixth, right. actually. Right. Nah, that's a waste of shingles. So what they <laughs> did is they followed the hip. No. Yeah, so needless to say, the tabs, the alignment of the tabs was so horrible on that garage, it was hilarious. <laughs> you know, and that was a giant garage, so, like, it cost me a bum to, you know, as much as a house to get it re-roofed. Yeah. And it never, never leaked. I had to get it re-roofed because I couldn't look at it. You just couldn't stand looking at it. <laughs> like, yeah. People should not so, be sold stuff. Yeah. Well, here, but here's the thing. And somebody made a good comment on that picture. 
If you flip the the bundle of shingles over, it tells you how to install it. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's on every yeah. bundle of shingles. Yeah. So not only did they not install them wrong and incorrectly, they didn't even bother reading. Oh, they may have, but that seemed too much like work. So, But still, I mean, you drive down anywhere, walk anywhere, go by anything. Have you ever seen a roof look like this? Uh -huh. So wouldn't that be your first clue that you're doing something wrong and you just, nah, let's just keep going. Yeah. So was that a stock photo that somebody found or was that something that somebody actually no, drove that, by and that, took a picture of? That was Will. Will found that. Yeah. So as. That's an inspection photo. The, all these photos that Will posts are from inspections that he's done or people he know he knows okay. that have the inspections they've done. Because within uh, Nachi, they they have, probably have a place where they post all this goofy stuff on their own mm -hmm. personal websites. Squirrel. So when yeah. I'm at the gym, <laughs> Whoa. I know. Woo! I, hang on, hang on, grab onto the rails. Okay, what? Changing the subject. We're going in a different I, direction. I, going in a different direction. Same subject. When I'm at the gym, I work with some trainers so that I know what I'm doing uh -huh. and they're teaching me right. And then I ask them all the time, I said, when you see people doing things completely wrong, do you stop them? Uh -huh. And they said they try to, uh -huh. <clears throat> but people are either, excuse me, <clears throat> um, afraid that they're like selling them on training or it's a guy who doesn't want to be told, you know, by a woman, uh -huh. you know, what's going on. So when you see something bad, do you stop and tell people? No. No way. No, we double back and take pictures. That's right. We come back later. <laughs> so, so no way because none no, of your beeswax? No, because actually or... you're not too far yeah. off from even what the trainer says. You know, people don't like being told they need to spend more money. Right. You know, to do it right. So it's it does cost a little bit more to do it right. But the thing is, when you do it right the first time, it's it's done. Well, mm -hmm. and, you know, you go back to the picture with the the hacked up joist with the four inch sewer running through the floor joist uh -huh. and the CPVC running through the center. You know, the one rule of drilling joists is never mid span. Right. So where do they do it? Mid span. You got at the end of that joist going towards the chimney and it's not sitting on anything but a two by four that is floating in the air. Yeah. They, the left side of that two by four has no bearing. So. This is all held up with good intentions. <laughs> yes. And then my favorite part of the whole thing is if you look to the right side of the chimney, everything looks wet. Right. It does. It's all sopping wet. So there's a so you have a roof leak up by the chimney. You've got this chopped up trashy plumbing job. And I still can't figure out why there's a trap in the middle of the yeah. two inch run. <clears throat> Who knows? I don't know if he just thought that's how he'd go under something or if that is, in <laughs> fact, a shower drain that he just put the trap there. But yeah, there there is like a thousand things wrong in that picture, and that's just funny. The people yes. will do stuff like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I and think... they're proud of it. They'll tell their neighbor, "Guess yeah. what I did?" Yeah, they take a yeah. picture. Here, check this out. I think that it would be helpful to our listeners and viewers if you could list the things that are wrong. So, you know, I can. I've learned a little uh, bit on this show, mm -hmm. um, but I haven't learned enough to know. You know, I can barely know what a joist is. Okay. So, um, fair and, enough. And again, I'm going to give that number 877. Joyce, isn't that a fight between two knights? Yeah. 711 Joust. 5611. <laughs> All right. Wow. Please call. Please. Just sure. even to tell Rich that his jokes aren't funny. What do you mean? I'm just saying. They're a riot. 
That was beautiful. No? Joyce. St. Charles Home. Yeah. I like that one. St. Charles Home made of shipping containers. Yeah, I got to get a hold of that family. and, and uh, the That's owners. a nice looking house, actually. <clears throat> I mean, it's very contemporary. I like yes. it. Yeah. They're again talking about things that aren't Facebook that you can't see right now unless you're on Facebook scrolling through our page. Yeah. So I'm just no, going to ask again if it's you a saw house in St. Charles built from shipping containers. If you yes. saw something dangerous at somebody's house, would you tell them? No. <gasps> no. I've I've seen people running their generators inside their garage, and I think you're a freaking bonehead. All awesome. right. <laughs> we'll be back Darwinism. with a tip of the week next. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Yeah, I'm gonna find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you want to join us on Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash Mighty House. You'll have a chance to win some uh, Klein tools, and the Klein tool of the month is the curved-handled wire strippers. So you'll be able to uh, win those, possibly, and we have that drawing at the end of the month. So go to patreon.com backslash Mighty House. And if somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they sign up for that? Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in first, last name, email address, click on Submit, and you're basically boom, done. Boom, done, right there. Boom. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Fleur helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Fleur cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFleur.com. Dot com. And, That's uh, correct. It is time for the Maggie Rad Tip of the Week. With mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Rich Cowgill and should we should we hit it right now? Are you ready to go? Are, are you Rich? Hello. Yes, sir. You ready? I am. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. <laughs> okay, Sparky. All right. So I have to do QC walks on these houses, and that's what actually inspired um, this tip of the week. QC? Um, quality control. Oh, quality Took control. Took me a minute. Yes. yes, QC walks. Yes, I have to go and do inspections on all of our homes before we finalize them. Anyway, um, so what is the standard height, and why do we have them? So <laughs> humans are sort of strange creatures when it comes to muscle memory, right? Uh-huh. I mean. Well, I think it's, you know, if you do one thing for any length of time, your body actually remembers it. That's why the best golfers are the guys that practice eight hours a day. It's muscle memory. You almost can't swing poorly, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're asked to do it in a different way, it feels strange. And it doesn't have to be much. So, you know, if you sit on a chair that's too tall, you feel awkward. If it's too low, you feel awkward. And it's the muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So it's for this reason that many details in your home are actually standardized. Not to mention it makes building the home easier. Because then we do the same thing over and over. Right. Um, but I still think it started with comfort. So starting in your kitchen, it's the most lived-in room in any home. And that countertop is supposed to be at 36 inches above finished floor. Period. 
You don't put the cabinets in, tile around them, put a countertop on, and end up at 35 and a quarter. <laughs> you know, and that's a, some of these morons do. You do the floor, you put the cabinets in, then your countertop top is 36 inches above finished floor. Boom, done. Right there. Done. That should be 34 and a half inches from the finished floor to the top of the cabinet. Uh-huh. Biggest reason why? That's how oh. the dishwasher fits. Uh-huh. Right? If you go and tile the floor after the cabinets, and maybe it's a second layer, you can't even get the dishwasher in. Right. And I've had to cut the feet off of them in the past because people are Get them out, yeah, and to get them out. And then you end up pulling the tops and then putting in, you know, building up the top of the cabinets to put the tops back on so you can get the new dishwasher in. Yes. So it, Yeah. So, you know... and if your countertop's not at 36 inches and you wanted to buy some maybe countertop height stools for there, then even when you're sitting on the chair at the countertop, the top feels too low. Yep. It. That's what I'm talking about. So you, you have to do these things. So there, these should not be confused, however, with bar stools because a bar top should be finished at 42 inches above finished floor. Now, we always use the phrase AFF, above finished floor. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to build a wall to, say, pour a bar top, you have to know what the finished floor thickness will be. Thus, you would then adjust your height of your knee wall so that your countertop material, whatever that might be, and its thickness will finish at 44, 42 inches above finished floor. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many bars I walk into with a three-inch concrete top, and the bar top's got to be at 44 inches or 45 inches, uh-huh. and I'm six foot two, and I can tell it's too high. Uh-huh. And then you get somebody like my poor missus who's five foot four and she's like hello over that wall what are you doing over there may i have a beer so you sound just like her that was excellent i do don't i yeah her voice is a little deeper um (laughs) (laughs) so you want to make sure that all this stuff is done it just doesn't make sense the bar top and this one another one that kills me is a bar top at a 42 inch finished height should extend a minimum of 12 inches past the wall so that when you sit at the bar, your knees are not buried in the wall, mm-hmm. or you don't have to sit there spread eagle just so you can belly up to the bar. Right. So it just some of drives us can belly crazy. up easier than others, though. Yes, true story. <laughs> All right, your kitchen table has a standard height of thirty inches in height. Okay, so yep. does a desk, and so does many other things. So sure. that's one reason why your chair height. Your standard chair is usually 15 to 18 inches. Mm -hmm. So most chairs are all the same height so that you can fit under a kitchen table. Now, I have designers that think it's really cool to do really thick slabs, like four-inch thick countertops with, and then they set the top at 36 inches, and then they want to put stools under it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you realize with a four-inch countertop, you don't have the height at the bottom for your knee space. Mm Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth. Well, let's raise it. I go, then your countertop's too high. (laughs) So... It drives me bananas, obviously. Uh-huh. So the same applies with toilets. You know, your old toilet was always 14, 15 inches tall, and then the new toilets are 16, 17. That's your comfort height. Yep. And a handicapped toilet's usually at 18, so that's just an easy transition from wheelchair to, to seat. Um, so those certain things you can adjust a little bit. Uh, and then... You know, and some of those so some of those standards are ever changing. Like a vanity top in your bathroom was always at thirty inches. Yeah, I mean, and I think but, that's still for like a, the common bath for the kids' bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's still thirty inches is still okay. But uh, right. for the master, where are you putting it? Right, I'm putting them around thirty-four inches. Okay. 
So it, it just is a little bit more comfortable and four inches doesn't sound like a ton, but, but it's it amazing is. when you're, you know, brushing your teeth or shaving that four inches, how much more comfortable you feel like that. Yes. So now we're going into Ron's realm. <laughs> Light switches and outlets have standards, not so much by the NEC. The National Electric Code does not dictate that. However, the Americans with Disabilities Act does. And this is wall controls and outlets should be reached from a forward from a forward position need to be a minimum of 15. I'm sorry, from a forward position that means in a chair. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, apparently I didn't type all that in. Um, but from a, in a chair, you should be able to reach in a forward position to the outlet. So you want to be 15 inches as a minimum and 48 inches above the ground for oh as from the seated position. So light switch is typically 48 inches to center above finished floor. Outlets, they're saying 15 inches. We kind of twist that now. We put all our outlets in the baseboard. Right. Gets rid of wall clutter, so they're actually closer to the floor. So it means you might fall out of your wheelchair plugging something in. I apologize. <laughs> no, I mean, that's one of those things you don't think right. about it, but, you know, it right. depends on the buyer. Well, and see, but we've also been raising those to 15 inches from the finished floor also to make it easier to uh, plug stuff in. So right. unless we're in an existing house, if we're doing something new, we'll probably run them at 15. But um, yeah. if it's if it's uh, an existing, we match the existing locations throughout the rest of the house. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, we would normally do the same, but, you know, we're using eight inch or 10 inch. We use a lot of 10 inch baseboards now and yeah. it's all plain, like just a, maybe a rabbit on the top. Yeah. Uh, a little groove. Um, we put the outlets in the baseboard. So, yes, technically they're too low, but white outlets in the white base with the colored walls, it really does look far nicer than having outlets in the wall. Yeah. So it's a trade-off. Sure, sure. Um, so these numbers that I threw out there, these are basically things that we run across every day that we know, and these all, no big deal. But if you are working on your house and you're really not sure about that, you know, we had a guy, Contractor John, on a while back, um, and he wrote a book called The Dimension Bible, uh-huh. and you can find that on Amazon, and I would suggest... Go to Amazon, pay the 20 bucks, get the Dimension Bible, and you'll have your standards. Mighty House will return.